33 degrees now in Lynchburg, 35 in Bedford, 35 in Danville, Salem, and Roanoke, 34 in Appomattox, and 33 in Amherst this morning. <clears throat> yeah. You okay? No, I'm just, yeah, I'm just, yeah. Hey, guess what I had somebody send me? What? Uh, I had somebody send me the um, the Grinch's phone number. Oh, can we call it up on the air, or you want to? Sure. Well, you know, normally I'm anti-Grinch, but I am morbidly curious that that the Grinch actually has a phone number. Right. You, you ready for it? Yeah. 202-225-4965. I remember being able to call Santa back in the day. Oh, it did. I think it hit a number twice. Really? Yeah, let's do it again. Okay, one more time. 1202. Yep. 225-4965. I think it worked that time. Okay. See what happens. I've got some people I'd like for him to visit. Thank you for calling the office of Congresswoman Nancy Pelosi. We value <laughs> hearing from you. To listen to this menu in English, please stay on the oh, line. Of course. Para Espanol, presione cinco. If you would like to voice your opinion, you share feedback, or pass along a personal story to Congresswoman I'd Pelosi, love to Press share one. some feedback with if you. If you are a San Francisco constituent and would like to find out how to email Congresswoman Pelosi, uh-huh. please press 2. Okay. If you have questions about Congresswoman what did you do? to send an email to Congresswoman oh. Pelosi, please visit our website at <laughs> pelosi.house.gov or slash contact forward slash email dash me. This will send an email to Congresswoman Pelosi and her staff. Uh-huh. Sure, it will. Okay. And hang up on you. Yeah, wow, well, that was quick. Wow. Okay. Well, it wasn't what I was expecting, but all right. So that's the Grinch, huh? Evidently. That's the direct line to the Grinch. Mm-hmm. And, I didn't know and, she... and don't you love how you went through all that and you still got absolutely nothing? You didn't get any? <laughs> right, right. Oh, press two if you would like her email. Right, so We're not going to give you her email. Let's just say I'm a senior citizen. Wait, I am. And and they're giving out, uh, send it to congresswoman forward slash uh, Nancy Pelosi backslash backslash uh, right, forward semicolon slash, yeah. forward slash. Jenny, you get how many uh, uh, forward slashes and backs you got there? I yeah, know. It's just crazy. <laughs> oh Oh, so user-friendly. Oh, gee. Okay. Um, So we have someone else, because we've been talking about, we've been talking about the orange peel theory. You know, what do people do for you? Or what does does your significant other do that makes you feel? Um, Teresa, another Teresa said, Mm -hmm. I won't eat spiced shrimp unless my husband peels them. Wow. Yeah, I'm telling you, I I did it and it was like, uh, man, it made my cuticles hurt and everything for a day or so. Okay, because uh, I don't think you were peeling them right, but that's okay. Well, maybe you need gloves. I probably should have been wearing some kind of gloves. Uh, somebody you know. else said cleaning out the car. He'll yeah. clean out the car mm-hmm. for her. Unloading groceries—that's a big one. I failed there yesterday. Uh oh. I didn't. You know, we had our our guy blowing the leaves and stuff, and so she she had to park on the street. Well, I had the dogs out back. She didn't know that. Mm hmm. So she gets home, and I automatically am going to let the dogs back in because I'm, like, in and out. Yeah. And I can hear the dogs barking in the back. I'm going, oh, brother, what's going on? So, like, she has to go, oh, we have a driveway. You know our driveway. It's up a hill. Mm -hmm. So she has to carry, like, all this stuff up there. 
And she goes, I, I thought you were going to help me. I said, oh, I, I, I didn't know. I, I mean, I was, I was taking care of the dogs, you know. Mm-hmm. My love tax to you is taking care of our little crumb crunchers. Right. So, exactly. anyway. Yeah, it just, okay. It didn't happen yesterday. It was unfortunate, but I did go down. Uh, but I can understand how that would be a, a sign. Because when you go grocery shopping, you move those groceries so many times. you got to take them oh, off absolutely. the shelf and put them in the buggy. And then you yeah, take yeah. them out of the buggy and put them on the thing. And then you take them out of the thing and put, put them back on. in the buggy. And then you take them out to the car and you put them in the car. So, there's a lot of that. There's a lot going on So, if on somebody there. will help you at, at the end, yep. then that's... That's kind of a cool thing. All right. Well, carrying them in from your house is a pretty big, you know, deal too. I mean, you know, only because I have to dodge all the dogs. That's, well, <laughs> that's always well. That's true. You know, that's true. Although, um, Rogan is getting much more. You know, he, he he's oh he's helping to, you now. To, he's he's not jumping. You can get him saddlebags and probably put groceries that on would those be saddlebags. I could do that. Although I do have very important news. Okay. We weighed, news. we weighed Winston yesterday. Ah, uh, yes. You know, he's been on a diet for a while now. The weigh-in continues. He's not happy. On CNN. About it. He's eating vegetables only right now. He he's is, become a vegan. He is hashtag the littlest biggest loser. <laughs> um, he, so yesterday, this is what we had to do. Uh, and you you know my dogs. My dogs are pretty. They're pretty small. Yeah. So I got the food scale out, mm. oh, and we geez. and we put now that's small a big mixing bowl on right. it, and zeroed it out, and because that's going to be the most accurate right, put mi- that, that we have. So Mixed results in the mixing bowl. At first, he was like, "I don't. What are we doing? I don't want to be." Are you in this cooking bowl. me for dinner? Right. He is down eight ounces. Wow. That's a lot for That's him. That's huge. It is. That's huge. I texted, really huge. I texted Bryce, and Bryce was like, Mom, that's like me losing 20 pounds. That's really good. Yeah. So, yeah. So, which, you know, fad diet's he on again? Well, I mean, he's just on his regular kibble. Right. But he only gets a total of a fourth of a cup all day long. Wow. And I've started putting green beans in. Right. With it. Mm-hmm. And that that helps, mm-hmm. except Baxter hates the green beans. Yeah. So Baxter will go because he's supposed to lose a little bit too. Uh, we weighed Baxter. He has lost zippo. He's lost nothing. Yeah. Because he's a food ninja and he yeah. steals stuff well, from the other say, dogs. He's... But he doesn't steal green beans because he hates them. So there's not a problem. So there. he goes through and he'll take them. He'll get them and he'll just toss it. And then he gets to the kibble, and he gets to me, and he tosses it. Wow. And Winston's like, I'm on it. I got clean up. (laughs) Yeah, eight ounces. I'm so proud of him. Now, how long did it take him to Um, lose eight ounces? It's probably been three weeks, Okay, I guess. Yeah. Um, So... Well, you're going to have to, you know... Well, you're going to have to send that outfit back, because it's going to be too big for him by christmas well he he everything's looser his collar's looser he got um he got all spa treated yesterday and he looks he does look significantly he got spa treated smaller he doesn't have the puppy tummy anymore can i get like if i lose eight ounces (laughs) can i get spa treatment well that's the equivalent of like 20 pounds (laughs) it's probably more like 40 for me (laughs) yeah i guess percentage wise maybe so you didn't have to agree so but he's having some although Teresa said you know, if Baxter doesn't want to eat the green beans, then you can just put bacon grease on them. Well, that defeats the whole yeah, purpose. Yeah, yeah, that kind of throws it out of balance. So he's got to have the, like, no-salt green beans. Yeah. But he's he's taken off some no weight. No Christmas treats from Teresa. No, you're going to have to inspect them first. Right. Well, <laughs> and even the, um, and they get their one dental tube, but, like, yeah. that's, but that's it. 
But at least we've had some success, so I'm happy about that. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for Baxter, mm-hmm. too. And Well, Baxter hasn't lost any, but Winston, I mean, Winston has. Well, I'm happy for Baxter, too, because mm-hmm. he's maintaining his weight. Yes, yeah, he he's is. Ho- he's holding the line. They're wanting him to lose weight, though, but for some reason, that's not happening. I, I don't think, know. I get your dogs confused. Winston, wait. Winston, wait. Winston, Winst- wait. Winston is the one that looks like a little teddy bear. Yeah, but I have to associate the weight loss. Baxter's more of a traditional right, Yorkie. So Winston, wait. Mm-hmm. You know, Baxter just bad. I think he's of, a bad. I think of Winston Churchill as Winston Churchill also round. Yes, true. so yeah, well, round You're, is a shape. I've heard <laughs> that's right. So, I'm in shape. Round's a shape. Keep getting told. All right. Did you see the story about um, the gold bars that were found at a Democratic senator's home? Is this a Senator Mendez? Yes. You mean Senator Mendez, who was already indicted years ago, but then came back and. And, and became got, a powerful de- Democratic senator again. Sure. Because you can do that as a Democrat. Uh, well, evidently. Evidently you can. So several gold bars mm-hmm. discovered by federal agents right. in the Democratic New Jersey senator's residence right. as part of a high-profile high bribery investigation. Sure, let's pay them in gold bars. Is traced back to a violent robbery. Oh, jeez. That's where the gold came from. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. According to a sprawling indictment, mm-hmm. in September, Menendez and his wife allegedly played a role in a years-long bribery scheme that involved the Egyptian government wow. and local businessmen, mm-hmm. including Fred Dobbs, a wealthy New Jersey real estate developer. Mm-hmm. Prosecutors revealed they re- retrieved multiple gold bars from the Menendez home, which were allegedly used as payment in the scheme. At least four of the gold bars discovered by investigators can be linked back to the real estate developer, both because of their unique engraved serial numbers and thanks to court documents related to a 2013 robbery in which Devise was a victim an NBC investigation revealed Monday. In November of 2013, four assailants beat and robbed Devise at gunpoint wow. in his apartment, stealing 22 gold bars, jewelry, and wow. cash. Wow. Each gold bar has its own serial number, Devise told local investigators. They're all stamped. Should have grown that off. You'll never see two stamped the same way. Made some gold dust. Photographs released by the Department of Justice in September showing the gold bars discovered at Menendez's home, for example, revealed one of the bars has a serial number 59005. Devise reported a gold bar with that same serial number stolen during the 2013 heist. Yeah. So what does that mean? Does that mean that Menendez was part of the... I mean, he set up the robbery. Know, what does that What does that mean? The guy's, he's as dirty as the day is long, and I'm glad he's finally getting caught. Well, we'll see. Here's um, what... Um, his response was, the allegations leveled against me are just that, allegations. Right. That's For anyone who has time. known me... Right. Well, we know you. That's the problem. Yes. There's a pattern. 50 years of public service, they know I've always fought for what is right. It's called an M.O., my advocacy has always been grounded. 
And I learned what Grounded I learned in gold. From grow I love how they circle back to oh, their PR statements. Uh, sure. Growing up as the son of Cuban refugees. Right. Especially my mom, my hero, uh, Evangelina Menendez. Everything I accomplished, I worked for despite the naysayers and everyone who underestimated me. I believe that when all the facts are presented, not only will I be exonerated, I will be a I will be a New Jersey senior senator. Of course, you probably will be. Yeah. The dirtier, the better under this administration. <laughs> Making Biden look good right now. Oh, you got you got gold bars. Let's talk. Joe's invited him over for lunch. Well, we're going to have Senator Fetterman's response about Mendez in a moment. You're going to be surprised. Wow. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. You put it on your toast and on the radio at daybreak. The Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. And uh, you've also been calling for to get rid of uh, Menendez, I know. Um, but first, before we talk about that, what's your reaction to the exp- expulsion? Well, it's like uh, I'm not surprised. But, but to me, I think the, the more important picture is, is that we have a colleague in the Senate that actually did much more sinister and, and serious kinds of things. Uh, Senator Menendez, uh, he needs to go. Um, and if you are going to expel Santos... How can you allow to somebody like Menendez to remain in the Senate? And, you know, Santos's kind of lies were almost, you know, funny. And, like, you know, he, you know, landed on the moon and that kind of stuff. Uh, whereas, <laughs> whereas, you know, I, you know, I think, you know, Menendez, I think, is really a senator for Egypt, you know, not New Jersey. Uh, what on earth? That is the most coherent I've ever heard Fetterman. Wow, better living through chemicals. Why do they have him on? I don't know, but it's working. And can we get some bulk and get that over to Joe? I know. Yes, exactly. What the heck? We're going to test Fetterman with it. I'll take a little of what he's having. (laughs) Right. I mean, and he he talks about, you know, Santos' stuff is just kind of, he says his lies are sort of funny. You know, like going on the moon or something. Well, he's ridiculous. Santo is a joke. Yeah, he is a joke. But he's going on to say that, you know, Menendez is a lot more maniacal. He's like a senator from Egypt. And that's his, his own party. So, okay, Fetterman, I see you. I love you. it. I'm, I'm, All right. I give the main... Uh, here's what the, the heck thing. is happening? I don't know. We're it's agreeing with, with Hillary and Fetterman. What CNN? the heck? Dana Bash? Yeah. Dang. Hey, even a broke clock's right twice a well, day. true. So, there's that. True. We got that going for us. So, uh, Minnesota is in trouble. Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. That's how you say stuff. See, Minnesota. Minnesota. Juveniles in the Twin Cities Mm -hmm. are committing a growing number of severe and brazen crimes, according to the Star Tribune. And I think we're seeing this across the country. I I don't think this is just. Yeah, it's not just there. I don't think it is either. No. Uh, We're not talking about stealing candy bars here. No. These are indicators that we are in trouble. The outlet reported that the most common crimes committed by juveniles in the Hennepin County, Minnesota area were auto thefts, gun possession, 
assault and robbery. Yeah. Adding that juveniles charged with homicide have more than doubled since 2021 compared with the three years prior. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean you went from one to two? I mean, yeah. du- saying double, that doesn't mm-hmm. tell me. Yeah, Not yeah. that that's good. Well, you but, need you know, some harder figures. We need a little well, more say if it's, perspective. You know, 10,000, now it's 20. or if it's Right, that's a big uh, difference. Right, right. Going from, you know, two to four. Right, sure. Not good, but still. Right. Uh, he emphasized that facilities focused on rehabilitating juveniles after crimes were important. Kids are living in chaos. Yep, they are. And the ones living in chaos are living in survival mode. How receptive are they going to be to any kind of rehabilitation? We need these facilities. Bring the resources to them. It doesn't have to be punitive. I don't know. I think that's part of the problem well, the is problem there is, is no I think punitive. When, they, when they've got to that point that there was no punitive in their life. And so then it's Hardly. like, well, there's no punishment. So we'll just, right. you know, if we can get by with this, then sure. we'll get by with more. Uh, it says, sometimes young people make boneheaded decisions true Mm -hmm. even under great circumstances that can happen sure a setback can also be an opportunity for a comeback how do we identify solutions that bring them back into law-abiding behavior you know here's this has been my experience is if you just show a little leadership parents here and our educators because sometimes parents hands are never really tied they tie themselves up. Okay. Now, circumstances can put you in a bad situation. I believe the teacher's hands are tied for sure by the school boards and so on. But it is, I think, when, when young people see a system, it does come back to family. And if there's no system inside that house, well, you've already built a system without having one. Right. You Not built having a system, a system is a system. It's a system of chaos mm-hmm. where there's very little. Um, but, repercussions but for your actions the, but here's the thing mark I, I mean i raised three children and i believe this is a hundred percent true it was true with my children i think it's true with all children children want to know where the boundaries are absolutely they want to know where the where the guide rails are uh they're going to push them they're sure going to they try are. to you know but they need to know that's how they feel secure mm-hmm. that's how they feel even loved loved yeah uh, agreed and i i just don't think they have it and I also think that's true within our society. Right. People need to know where the, the guardrails are. Well, that's it. Parents don't even seem to know where they are. Right. It's it's all so about me. If they're not getting it at home right. and they're not getting it in society, mm-hmm. then what does that look like? It looks like chaos. And that's what we're seeing. Exactly. When asked why law enforcement officers were pre- presenting fewer cases for prosecution... Then before the pandemic, the response was, the answer was unclear. We have to ask why. Talk to anyone in law enforcement. We're not seeing that trend. Other officials are raising warnings about the rise of crime in the state. We're getting this perspective from all over the state. The needs are the same. The scales are different. Uh, He said, uh, the correction system was never designed to be a mental health care facility. There it is. For those kids, but they're ending up there. We don't want to throw a lot of dollars at something that may not solve the needs of the kids in the system. I'm telling you, this is a problem across the country. Mm -hmm. And we're creating mental health issues just with 
again, the insecurity of a child. A child's being told that they don't even know what they are. Right. They don't even know if they're a boy or a girl or a cat or a dog dog, or whatever. Sure. So, of course, they don't feel secure and safe and empowered. Everything is fluid. Everything. (laughs) And it's not. Trust me. It's some not. other things that are fluid, fluid too, goes, and that's what this Eventually, is. fluid finds its way to the storm drain and gets sucked into the sewer. And that's where these kids have found themselves. And, and a lot of them don't have hope, which is sad because, see, I, I can't identify with that. I can't identify with, with growing up without any hope. Mm-mm. I mean, I didn't have perfect parents. None of us do. No. But there was a certain amount of love. But did you ever doubt that you were loved by them? No, there wasn't any doubt. Right. You, you, know? you knew you were loved. And I will tell you, most of the time when I had to reprimand my children, it was not an hour later. They were snuggled up to me. Right. You know? Yeah. Hey, you're on the morning jam. Got about a minute. Good morning. Hey, guys. Uh, um, what did George Santos actually do? Because um, there's no crime. I looked it up last night and he didn't commit any crime or anything. So what did it? So if lying is the reason he got put out of the Senate and well, posting yeah. Joe Biden well Joe Biden uh, said I'm a truck I was a truck driver I drove a tractor trailer well, um, <laughs> Joe Biden has made his whole career doing that right Walter Mitty well Mr. He, Walter but Mitty, there was fraud know? and identity theft yeah but so, AOC was using campaign funds Swalwell was with a spy um, I'm not saying know, what they did uh, was right, but Santos, what he's done isn't right either. Right. For sure. I mean, well, he I mean, lied he's about everything. Off, he's listing, but he's listing off everything on Twitter that all the other congressmen have done bad, and it's pretty bad but, stuff. But, but that mean, doesn't yeah. make what he was, did right. Right. we got to go. You know, we're that's up like against, what a child does. We're up against the break. I'm we'll bad, we'll unpack some of that. 35 degrees now in Appomattox, 34 in Amherst, 36 in Danville, Salem, and Roanoke, 35 in Bedford, 34 in Lynchburg. Hey, don't forget if you're uh, in the Amherst area, personal property taxes due today. Oh, today? Or is that the day for everybody? I don't know. I don't. It could be. Today they didn't is... send me my stuff. So I got right. to track that down. That's going to be fun. I love it when, you know, it's bad did enough you that you last have. last year? Yeah, I did. So it, just, it, it should come to you then. One would think. It's bad enough that I have to do self-checkout. Now right. I got to now I gotta do their job too. I, it's just very frustrating. Well, I'm I'm tired of. And they sent my son, too. Oh, really? <laughs> Didn't send me any. Well, you know, they're using email now to save money. So uh, Actually, not in Amherst. I wish they would use right. email. I mean, Carrier Pigeon would be quicker <laughs> contacting them. <laughs> you know, oh, we have a Dropbox at City Hall. A Dropbox? Hey, I, <laughs> I told you I got charged from fox nation it renewed itself uh-huh. and i didn't want it to there's no way to get a hold of them you cannot talk <laughs> like to the racket a, a humanoid but we did get nancy pelosi's office number well I, it's easier to get into nancy pelosi than it is fox nation <laughs> and when i called fox news they go well i mean i can forward you to there i said i've already i've already got their answering machine i still have not got a call from fox they just, they just a week wait later. for you to to become exhausted well and then i you're was not gonna exhausted. do it anymore i went from <laughs> right. from 90th down to 20th uh waiting in line just so i could im them mm-hmm. and i got cut off and yeah. i had to start over at 77th so i had it on my phone 
and on a laptop. My phone was three ahead of the laptop, and I let them both play out. And I was texting both of them, or I was typing one and texting the other. Wow, you're very, and, you're and, very. Uh, and I just pers- well, okay. I wanted to see Persistent. if it was going to work. So apparently, the credit went through. So when I was on the second one that I did second, mm-hmm. and they go, "Well, Mr. Lamb, I've already seen that there's a credit that has gone through." I go, "Oh, okay. My wife's on the other line trying to do the same <laughs> you thing." You little liar. Well, I did lie. Slightly, you did a little bit, but I'm All trying right. to get sixty four ninety nine back. And you did. And, and I did get credited for that. Okay. Well, that's good. So, but it, it was very frustrating. Well, and here again, if this is an older person, they are not. They are not going to. They're just going to say, forget it. Shut that credit card down. We'll pay the bill. Yeah. I just don't want it to. They, Probably. They, Unless I they're stubborn like you are. Frustration is built into these responses for customer service i, I, I am, do think, i am i'm fully believing that unless you really squeak it, it could be a problem well, i yeah. squeaked an individual was sent to the hospital following a single vehicle crash in amherst county uh, yesterday morning state police said they're investigating the crash uh, it occurred around 905 on route 29 north the tractor trailer was traveling when it ran off the right side of the road hit the guardrail and overturned the driver, Michael Kimball, 46, of North Carolina, was taken to Lynchburg General. He was cited for reckless driving. The tractor-trailer was hauling several hundred live turkeys, many of which escaped into nearby woods. With the help of Amherst County Sheriff's Office, multiple area fire and rescue squads, the state police were able to round up all the escaped turkeys, and they were taken from the scene. Did you say the driver Poor escaped turkeys. to the woods, too, or just... No, the turkeys. turkeys. No, the driver was taken to the hospital. Oh, oh, that's sad. Yeah, it's not. I mean, I was working on my story while you were uh, talking about that. Okay, no, the driver's taken to the hospital. Okay. By the way, the reason I had Fox Nation is they offered it to me for a dollar ninety nine for the whole year. And you know how many times I watched it, Janet's? How do you make a zero? (laughs) I really wanted to. Nobody wants to make it about him. I don't. I was going to watch the Kevin Costner thing about Montana, and I never made it. It took a whole year. But dang if I didn't. Anyway, another step forward in the state-of-the-art expansion at Roanoke Memorial Hospital. On Monday afternoon, this is pretty big stuff. Uh, Carillion raised the... Bigger than your Fox Nation fiasco? (laughs) Yes. I don't think so. Carillion raised the final beam for its crystal spring tower. At 12 stories high, it will become the home to the Cardiovascular Institute, new trauma bays, a second helipad, and an expanded emergency room along with parking uh, a parking garage so congratulations it adds 500,000 half a million more square feet to Carillion, uh, the region's only one level one trauma center so that's a pretty big deal so congratulations to all the folks at Carillion. that's a lot of work uh, and and god bless the construction workers uh, they're the ones that make it happen after those funds are raised and those plans are made and then it's handed off to uh, capable men and women that pull together and build this amazing building. Well, if you are uh, wanting to help out the Salvation Army, there are several ways you can do that. They are looking for red kettle bell ringers. Mm. Have you ever done that? I did I've done once. It several times. Yeah. Uh, all month long, they're going to be having you know folks out and about, although you don't see them like you used to. Uh, there is a large need for donations, and you can donate, of course, online. But one of the familiar sounds around the holidays is uh, the Salvation Army bells, and you can uh, donate to, you know, help ring the bell. Um, 
there's one gentleman that they talked to uh, who has been ringing bells for the Salvation Army for over 10 years. Oh, wow. Chet Schultz. And he's not just your your average bell ringer. When he's on duty, um, he sings. Oh. Tunes are just a jingle away. Oh, wow. They like the Christmas songs. For $20, I'll sing you Handel's Messiah. Maybe. Well, that would be hard to do by yourself. But still, well, uh, the average per hour raised by an engaged bell ringer is about $65 an hour. Okay. So I decided I wanted to sing Christmas carols during my two hours. I did and got $125 an hour. Wow. Well done, you. You must yeah. be a good singer. No doubt. I like it. Uh, there are ways you could go online and sign up to uh, be a bell ringer for the Salvation Army. That would be a fun thing mm-hmm. to do. We've done the singing thing before, uh, me and Bailey and, and her friend, oh, okay. uh, yeah. Kara. We hmm. you know, went out and went to the mall and yeah. sang. And, sang it up, huh? Yeah. Got some, well, we were singing it up last night. Yeah. At uh, We had band practice oh, last night. Oh, the second stage? Holy cow. Yeah. So Lou Taylor and people who are familiar with musicians in this area know mm-hmm. lou taylor is amazing mm-hmm. um so we had lou taylor max doss gene temple is like the a jazz kind of trio that yeah. we're using for the girls did so good mm. i'm i'm really excited about about this show coming up on the 16th and 17th um just right around the corner andrea is just she's doing man with a bag mm-hmm. which is fun um i'm doing uh, what are you doing New Year's Eve? We're doing some Andrew Sisters trio stuff. It, it's just so much fun. And to be able to play with Lou and Gene and, and Max is just incredible. Yeah. So. Hey, can we rewind? We're not ringing any bells, though. Okay. <laughs> rewind just a little bit. I was going to say about my uh, bell, kettlebell. Yeah, I brought the cowbell. It didn't work out so well. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's go back to George. Sir, you're using the wrong bell. George Santos. Just, just oh, for yeah, a yeah. moment. Yeah. Um, you know, because... He has been. Uh, he's dodged several bullets from from his colleagues there in the uh, Congress, and so you know I, it was just going to be a matter of time before it kind of all caught up with him. Some of his transgressions are are a little more than you know some of the previously mentioned ones. Right. You know, identity fraud's a pretty big deal. I mean, just talk to just talk to Dwight Schrute the day that yeah. Jim came in. <laughs> Identity theft is no joke. Yeah, that's right. So identity theft and some other ones. He did some underhanded things, some falsifications. Well, Um, I mean, he's been charged with with a lot of of crimes. And do politicians lie? Yes, yes, they 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 do. do. Uh, But he's been charged with nine counts of wire fraud. Yeah. I mean, this is just dumb. Yeah. Theft of public money, um, access device fraud. He also stole COVID money saying he was unemployed mm-hmm. while he was being paid $120,000 a year. Wow. So he lied about that. Um, and, you know, I'm not saying what other people have done is okay, but this isn't okay. Yeah, definitely not. So, and, 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 and he's so flagrant about he, it. Yeah, and he's he, and he's he's just kind of a strange individual, no doubt yeah. about it. So, yeah. And, you know, Fetterman... You know, sort of, you know, these are kind of funny. Some of the things he did aren't as serious as Menendez, Mm -hmm. and they're going after him as they should. So So he's been charged with two counts of falsifying documents uh, on quarterly campaign finance reports. That's 
fine, uh, punishable by 20 years in prison and a fine. Yeah. Uh, faces two counts of aggravated identity theft, which is when someone knowingly transfers, possesses, or uses without lawful authority a means of identification of another person right. as part of a felony violation for allegedly falsely listing donors who did not actually donate to his campaign on campaign reports and for the alleged scheme in which he used donors' credit card information to make fraudulent charges. Wow. You cannot do yeah, this stuff, guys. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Hopefully he didn't spend all that money. He's going to need it for lawyers. Yeah. You know, if he well, wants to clear his name, as they always uh, say. He's got a lot of clear. There is a huge cleanup yeah, in all clear. 10. A lot to clear. So I, you know, and Menendez know. can't use those gold bars, you know, as part of his, right. His, oh, but he's also going to be exonerated. Well, so he's been know, exonerated before. That That's the funny thing. You. This isn't, this is the second go around for Menendez. Right. And I really hope it sticks this time. Cause he is a, he's a, well, sl- to think that they're going to get ball. a different result from him. The yeah. second go around is ridiculous. I'm sorry. I as just, it is with any of them. Just insulted slime balls by comparing <laughs> Menendez to you a did. slime ball. Sorry, slime balls. You know who you it's are. time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. You know, one of the things I love from FNL is their pork tenderloins. They always, you can always count on them to have really gorgeous ones and the prices are always great. Uh, we're making a hot honey and garlic pork tenderloin today. Now, if you don't like hot honey, which I don't know why you wouldn't, but if you don't, you can use regular honey. I've come to love hot honey. I love hot honey. I didn't before, but I, oh like my I told you, my taste buds have changed it's, over the last 10 it's years. It's so incredible. And yeah. especially, I mean, it's, it's, well, it's pretty spicy, but it's really delicious. Yeah. So anyway, you're going to start by patting down your pork tenderloin. And you're going to mix together two tablespoons of the hot honey, minced garlic, soy sauce, olive oil, smoked paprika, dried thyme, salt, and pepper. And that's going to make a great marinade. Place the pork into a shallow dish or just a zipper bag and put that marinade over it. I like to let it sit overnight. The flavor is going to be a lot better if you do that. Then you're going to preheat your oven to 375 and get out a a cast iron skillet or an oven safe pan and you're going to take it out of the marinade and you're going to sear all sides until it is a golden brown. Then you're going to transfer the skillet to the preheated oven and you're going to roast it to 20 to 25 minutes. You want that internal temperature to reach what? 375. No. 145. Oh, oh Lord. 375. Hammered if you do it. <laughs> You're not in charge of the pork loin. Thank you. I just eat the pork you loin. Want your, you want your pork loin, your pork chop, anything like that at 145. Nothing 145. above that. 145. And then you're going to cover it, it with foil and let it rest. Uh, baste the pork with the remaining marinade halfway through the cooking process. And then you're going to rest it. Once it's rested for about 10 minutes, uh, that just makes sure that everything stays nice and juicy. You're going to arrange slices on a serving platter, and you're going to drizzle the hot honey over the top yeah. and garnish it with some fresh herbs. The hot honey is made with a half a cup of honey, a fourth of a cup of hot sauce, a teaspoon of chili powder, and a fourth of a teaspoon of red chili flakes. So it's got some heat to it. Okay. And th- so that also tells you how to make your own hot honey. 
y'all are welcome. Uh, go to Facebook, <laughs> type in Janet's Five and Dying. You'll find oh, this Lord. recipe and all the recipes that we share. It's brought to you by F&L Market, Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg, where their meats are a cut above. Okay, 145. I'll remember that. That's what I weighed in second grade. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not quite Mine that much. like a steel trap. <laughs> Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. So I was just thinking during that break, you know, it's still the greatest country in the world because corruption doesn't always win. Sometimes right. corruption is actually called out in some cases. Yeah, but not but not always. But I mean, heaven knows they, yeah. they get by with a lot. Yeah, but there are countries where, you know, just corruption is the order of the day all the time and it never gets dealt with. Right. At least it happens in some cases. And, you know, I hey. I don't like what they're doing to Trump. They're going to destroy the guy. You know, I heard some scenarios yesterday that was that made me very unsettled. Um, and these are people that study this stuff much more than I do. I'm 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 just sort of a casual well, look, I, I follower. Get... But they've got it set up to where Trump literally could get the nomination, and that's when all hell breaks loose with all these cases. Which is and, what and, we and, do and, not and need. It will make him an, a lame duck candidate. Right. And I don't think we've ever dealt with that before. Yeah, which which they're going to love. Yeah. Cuz it's just going to create chaos. Yeah. That's what they want. And I get what I, I get what Alan was saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are supposed to be, you know, presumed innocent until they're they're charged, but the deeper they dig with Santos, the more they find. Right. And he's so blatant about it, unapologetic mm-hmm. about it. And I'm sorry, it, it's pretty easy to trace the COVID money and to know that the guy was employed. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I wouldn't want him representing me. No, absolutely That's for not. dang sure. Oh, there's, I, and I think there's still a lot of the COVID money stuff that's going to be, you know. That's why I said Tim Griffin got it. Yeah, you're right. He did. And he's going to be an embarrassment as well. So Make no mistake about it. That, that, will, that will happen. Because uh, you can't do that much stuff and it not catch up with you eventually. Right. And it, but, but people within their own party turn their turn their heads and a blind eye to it because yeah. mm-hmm. they just want to win. Right. And that's what happens when you just want to win. Yeah. So, um, on a more positive note, though, yes. Dale, who, you know, picks on me a White lot. White Chocolate Dale. White Chocolate Dale. Uh, he said, we just bought four balcony seats for the uh, the show on the 16th. Will you be serving white chocolate cookies? <laughs> I'm going to get little little white chocolate bars, and right. I'm just going to, no, I'm going to get the um, peppermint bark because he hates that because oh. he doesn't like you to put other stuff in it, right? Dale, the wheels are turning. I'm oh, just telling yeah, you, the wheels is. are turning. I'm going to put little reserved seats, and I'm just going to put little little peppermint bark things right on the seat <laughs> just for you buddy you'll know right where you're supposed to be yeah we have uh we have shows on the 16th and mm-hmm. the 17th although i think the 16th is getting close to being sold out yeah uh, the 16th is a saturday at six o'clock and then there's a sunday show at four o'clock um matinee like on sunday uh, but i'll tell you maybe maybe after the break i can play some of the the music from practice last night i will tell you 
Andrea and Megan, mm-hmm. their voices are so ridiculously good. Yeah. And and the band is so good. And it's not going to be your typical. It's going to be a lot of less traditional Christmas music. Right. So a lot of the the music that you heard like in the 40s and 50s. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew Sisters, right. Doris Day. Mm-hmm. Um, who did Man With The Bag? Uh, right. She's a big band lady. Yeah. Um, but and they just they do it more than justice, so it's it's pretty cool, pretty pretty cool. It is uh, seven fifty six eight six six nine one six three seven seven six. A lot of numbers, a lot of sixes in there. Got uh, a call on the line. You're on the morning jam. Good morning. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Janet. Hi. Hey, Bob. It's a frosty morning out here this yeah. morning. Yeah, yeah, it is. Not in the studio. In the studio, it's like. You know, Hawaii. 800 degrees. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's 100. Like broadcasting on the sun. It's 145 <laughs> degrees, the weight I was in third grade, and the temperature <laughs> and of the your temperature meat. the temperature uh, To make sure that your meat is cooked thoroughly. Yes, go ahead, Bob. Yeah, you were talking earlier this morning about the Disney programming. Yeah. Wonderful yeah, world I of Disney. Remember, yeah, I remember as a kid, there were several series I loved to watch on them. One was the Swamp Fox. And the guy that played... Oh, the, yeah. Uh, Character is the guy that played in uh, was the Naked Gun 33 and a half, Leslie uh, <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. yeah, Leslie Nielsen. Nielsen played yeah. You had Patch McGowan who played uh, Scarecrow. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then there was the great Fess Parker as Davy Davy Crockett. Yeah, I love Davy Crockett. And do you remember so, the Swiss Family Robinson? Yeah. Sure. That, that's the mainstay. Swiss Family Robinson. Mm-hmm. I wanted a monkey after I saw that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work, yeah, but yeah. I wanted one. Monkeys are high yeah. maintenance, I hear. I also wanted to ride an ostrich. Oh, that treehouse, yeah. It was so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah. those shows were magical. Yeah. For well, sure. One of, the, one of the main male characters was the guy from Hawaii Five-0. Oh, Jack yes. Ward, maybe, or... Was it uh, no, uh, no, it was Dano. Oh, Dano. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Bookum Dano. Yeah. Yeah. Am I right with that? Had that beautiful curly hair. Yeah, it was him. Uh huh. Yeah, that was a great movie. The only thing that crossed me about Disney is they went from Saturday night to Sunday. Mm-hmm. And as a pastor's son, guess where I was at? Oh. <laughs> well, but we would watch it after we got home from church. On Sunday, yeah, but see the pastor's kids stay until the last person's in the building. Okay. Yeah, we had to travel so far to church. Oh, okay. We, we lived in uh, what was we lived in? We lived in Anderson. I had to go to my, to uh, almost in the Muncie to go to church when my dad was pastoring. So Anderson, Indiana. Good. Yep, Indiana. I was born and raised in Indiana. You've lived all over. Wow, wasn't uh, oh, yeah. wasn't uh, Jack Howells in Anderson? Who? Jack Howells' church. I think it was Anderson, Indiana. Okay. Yeah, but Anderson Theological Seminary is there, so that's yeah. where my dad was off to go to school at. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. So. Well, thanks for sharing those memories with us. We appreciate it. Oh, I love memories. Uh, yeah. 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 Good stuff. You know, uh, the, the running joke was Dr. Falwell would send buses for Sunday school all the way into West Virginia, and so did Jack Howe sending buses. And sometimes the buses would pass each other in West Virginia. Wow. Picking up kids for Sunday school, which was a running joke. But um, 
Because that wasn't true. Yeah, because the bus ministry was a huge thing for Thomas Road right. back in the day. Oh my then gosh! And that's that was what my dad Picked did when I was a kid. Kids, you know, he he ran the bus ministry yeah. at our church, and there were we had eight buses. Yeah, and uh, it was a it was a big deal. Yeah, it really was. And uh, I I used to ride with him. Mm-hmm. Some of the other movies um, that we've been remembering from it's it's National Walt Disney Day today. Uh, that darn cat. Oh yes, the ugly Dotson. Uh, Sword in the Stone, the Gnome Mobile. I love the Gnome Mobile. Oh, now I want to see that. Yeah, that was yeah, that was great. Hey, let's see if we can squeeze one in real quick. You're on the morning jam. Good morning. I uh, think you got me again. Oh, oh. did you call him back? <laughs> well, no, I didn't call him back. Oh. It came back to me. Huh? I tried to hang up. I guess it didn't hang oh, up. Oh, I thought oh, I it did. You. Sorry about that. All right. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the Parent Trap. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. 